The scripture reading for today is Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 to 3. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. This is the word of the Lord. Happy New Year, New Hope family. I hope and pray that this year, 2022, uh, your household, your individual lives will be filled with God's joy, peace, and also blessing. Uh, why don't we uh, turn to our family members, if you are worshiping from home, uh, and you can bless your spouse, your children, uh, your parents. And if you are worshiping alone, please bless brothers and sisters in Christ that we are worshiping together today online, but spirit and truth. Let's turn to one another and bless. Happy New Year, Happy New Year. So as we begin year 2022, uh, this is not an ideal way of starting our first Sunday worship. Uh, due to uh, in the very end, uh, we are worshiping online for a couple of weeks, and yet I believe that God is uh, gathering our hearts to fix our eyes on you, and the fact that you are sitting in front of a tablet or a TV, but worshiping the Lord uh, together in the morning uh, shows that how much you want to begin this year with God's word, worshiping our Lord, Jesus Christ. And today, I will be sharing the vision message. The theme for this year is running the race together. Uh, let me repeat that again. Running the race together is on Hebrews chapter 12 from verse 1 through 3. And today's vision message will be uh, shared not only in Mississauga campus, but downtown and uptown campuses as well. And together, we as one body, God is calling us to run the race together. So let me begin by this opening statement that our journey of faith is like running the race. That God never called us to run the race alone or individually. Even though we are physically apart, separated, we are running this race of faith all together as a brothers and sisters in Christ. I know that many of us for the past two years over the COVID pandemic, uh, some of us, we were able to grow and experience God in very different, unique ways. On the other hand, uh, some of us, uh, we feel like we've been regressing. We've been discouraged. And somehow we feel um, distant from God and even from God's community. But I've been praying for this year, 2022, and I hope and pray that this year uh, will be a year of God regrouping our 
spiritual journey, our spiritual discipline, and also our community of faith that we are regrouping together in terms of praying, uh, reading the word of the Lord, but also coming back to original calling, mission, and purpose of salvation as well. So in that sense, I believe that the book of Hebrews is a really good book for us to uh, dive in. The book of Hebrews was written around A.D. 65 to the Church of Rome when they were going through very difficult time. They were being persecuted, going through suffering, and due to difficulties and challenges, uh, some of the brothers and sisters in Christ, uh, they experienced backsliding as well. And some of them, actually, they kind of left church community because they were so discouraged. And they feel isolated, discouraged from their faith journey. And for that purpose, the book of Hebrews was more of a pastoral counseling book, encouraging, but also challenging and rebuking and regrouping together as a community of faith. So today, as we begin this vision message, um, running the race together, I would like us to share what does running the race together mean. First of all, it means partnering together to fulfill the race. In verse 1, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings to so closely. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. So right from the beginning of today's chapter, the author of Hebrews reminding all the Christians that you are not running alone. But there are great cloud of witnesses. And when the author is addressing witnesses, not just witnesses of audience or people who are watching right now, but these witnesses are from the Old Testament, New Testament, and throughout entire church history as well. And there are many spiritual giants, but also brothers and sisters who ran ahead of us and run along with us. And there will be people who will be running after us as well. So we are not alone. You see, when uh, difficulties arise, um, the first real challenge is that our identity being shaken. No wonder why the uh, Bible uh, constantly reminds stories and passages whether it was Moses or David or even disciples and even Jesus right before the cross at Mount Transfiguration or even before he begins public ministry. The God the Father was reminding who they were, their identity. In the same way that you and I, we need to be reminded who we are, that we're called by God as the witnesses of the gospel, that we are witness for this specific purpose in our lives so that people outside 
people who do not have relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, that we will be able to witness who the son is and the power and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. For that reason, God has called us not only to become customer or audience when we come to church or even watching online, that you are a witness. And that is the purpose of salvation for every single one of us. Can you imagine? Let's say that you are a hockey player or a baseball player or even basketball player, and that is the purpose and that is your profession. And yet every single game, you come out, and yet you are just sitting on a bench from beginning to the end. You could be comfortable. You don't need to sweat. You don't need to have any physical contact. And yet how many of you will be really excited? Yeah, I am so comfortable. I don't have to play today. If you are really call yourself or consider you to be a player, you will not be excited just sitting on a bench from beginning to the end. You rather play, whether you win or lose, whether you go through challenges or difficulties in that race or in that game as well. In the same way that God has called us to run the race, we are runners or players for the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this race is not about winning the competition against one another or following Christian brothers and sisters. God is not calling us to be the first place or second place or third place, but God called us to be part of the one team. And with great clouds of witnesses, whether it's Old Testament, New Testament, or church history, and even our brothers and sisters, we are called to be one team so that we play together, partnering as a team. So God is calling, whether you are old, whether you are young, whether you are parents or teenagers or little children, whether you are seniors or in your 20s or university students, it does not matter. And especially in our church, we have multi-campuses, our Mississauga, downtown, and uptown, that we are running the race together. For the past two years, our uptown um, went through uh, difficulties because they couldn't have a secure place of worship. But our Mississauga and downtown congregation members, we've been praying for uptown so that they will be able to find a place. As downtown went through some of the leadership transitions, uh, difficulties even financially, our Mississauga com community was able to support with generosity. And now we are commissioning Elder Young and Kathy to downtown to really be a backbone or supporter for married families and couples as well. And that's what running the race together means, so that we can support one another when each campus is going through tough challenges. And we'll be training our leadership this year, all the elected ordained deacons across the campus as well. Because we believe that gospel of Jesus Christ demolished any division, 
demolish the wall, the wall between God and sinners, wall between Jews and Gentiles, different races, age, and even the gospel transformed Saul who persecuted followers of Jesus Christ. Later, Saul becomes Paul, apostle of Gentile as well. So brothers and sisters, God is calling you to partner with one another. Never sit on a bench or be passive, but every single follower of Jesus Christ, every single believer needs to be running the race together. Even today, as you are worshiping online, or whether it is through Zoom, that you are running the race together. That God is not calling you to just sit down in front of a TV or a tablet and just watch as an audience. But we are inviting you to actively participate so that in spirit you are praying. You are cheering for those people who are serving. And you are also interceding for one another in prayer ministry. And whether you are giving financially, whether you are praying for our missionaries, there are so many different ways that you can run the race together. Now, this applies not only in ministry, but in your family as well. Husband and wife, that you are called by God to get married, ultimately to run the race together. How many of married couples can truly say that your spouse is running mate? Partner of running the race. When husband and wife have the same gospel, same vision, same direction, they can sharpen one another, challenge one another, encourage one another to stay course, to fix their eyes, the Lord Jesus Christ. And those of you who are single, maybe you are looking for a future husband or wife, and that is the first thing that you can, and you need to pray. There are so many other qualities that you may look for. But foremost, you need to pray before the Lord. Lord, would you be able to provide someone who can be lifelong partner for the gospel so that I'll be able to run the race, race of faith together with my spouse. Parents, the reason why you are discipling and raising and supporting your children to pursue education or their profession so that ultimately by using education or profession, they will be able to complete and run the race for God and God's glory. And that is the purpose. And children, you are also praying and supporting your parents to run the race for the glory of God as well. So friends, sisters, I hope and pray that you will be able to partner together in order to run the race, fulfilling God's purpose and mission. And those who are studying or even choosing to find the career of your path as well, 
discern and pray so that God will direct you or guide you to find profession so that you, it will be an amazing tool or stepping stone for you to run the race for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Secondly, it's about having a common purpose and moving forward. In verse 2, it says, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. You see, our life is like running the race. And yet oftentimes it is true that as we are so busy and bogged down with troubles of our lives, uh, oftentimes we forget why we ran the race to begin with, why we began the race in the beginning. That we've been saying that our Christian journey is about running the race, but many times we're running, but we don't know the purpose or direction why we're running. Maybe that's why some of you feel like, you know what, after two years of COVID, theme for this year is like running the race? Come on, I'm tired. I want to take a break. But this particular race, it's about running to Jesus. Who is the founder and perfecter of our life. When we run to Jesus, we get energized. We experience wholeness, transformation. We're filled with the hope and joy and strength from our Lord Jesus Christ. I know that some of us, we've been running, running, running. And we are tired, exhausted, burnt out. Why is it? Maybe because we've been running towards wrong direction. Brothers and sisters, maybe you've been running, but running towards wrong direction other than Jesus Christ. Some of us, we've been running for promotion, success in the world, prosperity, money, our children, and I'm not saying that those are all bad, but maybe those are not in line necessarily with Jesus Christ. So that somehow we've been running so hard and yet wrong direction so that as much as we've been running, we feel disconnected and distant from God. Some of us, we've been running because we wanted to be recognized by other people. We've been running based on other people's reaction, approval. And when we are not recognized or approved by other people, that's when we feel discouraged. We don't feel like running anymore. Or some of us, not just running towards wrong direction, but we've been running away. Running away from God running away from God's purpose, God's mission. One of the examples in the Bible, the prophet Jonah, he ran away from 
God's mission field. Some of us, we are running away from relationship. Running away from fulfilling God's call by utilizing our gifting, opportunity. Due to these reasons, maybe many of us, we've been running, and yet we feel exhausted, burnt out, disconnected, and dry in our soul. Therefore, when the author of Hebrews is saying, you need to run and run the race, he's clarifying the direction. The purpose and the goal of our church or ministry, even in our family, it's not about maintaining or managing one another. But it's all about running to Jesus, who is the founder and perfecter of our faith. And yet, maybe some of us, we haven't been able to run because we're heavy burdened. There are so many burdens of our lives. And we are weary as well. Can you imagine? Like running the race of our life is like a marathon. Or even playing sports. And if I were to go outside and run, to jog, can you imagine me wearing suit or dress shoes? You will say that is not wise. When I run outside, I need to dress accordingly. When I play basketball or tennis, I need to dress accordingly as well. And we need to be reminding one another how to dress. And that is a purpose and function of church community to have accountability. So that when our brothers and sisters are Invited by God and called by God as a soldier or player or runner, when, when we see one another not dressed properly through the word of the Lord, through prayer, and not disciplining, going through training, God is calling us to remind one another, hey, you need to be in shape. You need to run the race together. And that is the purpose and direction so that we can be on the same page. So I believe that it is very important as we begin first Sunday that you as a family members, even after today's worship service, maybe you need to share what is your goal of this year? What is God-given vision in your life? And how does it in line with the purpose of running the race for God? And if you feel like your family member's purpose is kind of running towards the wrong direction or running away from God, you need to be accountable. Pray for one another, challenge, remind, so that you can be on the same page. Thirdly, it's about encouraging to finish the race. In verse 3, consider him who endured from sinners such 
hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. Because this running the race process is a long and difficult journey, we need to encourage one another. We need to encourage one another to get back and stay the course. It is not a sprint. It's a marathon. Again, it's not about winning the competition against other fellow brothers and sisters, but winning the race by enduring, persevering with the gospel of Jesus Christ. As I mentioned in the beginning, there are people who have been discouraged, disheartened, over the two years. And I recognize that some of the brothers and sisters, even during uh, in-person service, I never got to see you for the past two years. Maybe you are going through difficult season of your life. But we as a spiritual family, we need to check in. Maybe this year, whether it is through our life group, college age, young adults, or married couples, if you notice that there are people that you haven't been able to see for the past two years, and as the Holy Spirit is reminding you, give them a call, a text. See how they are doing spiritually. And how do we encourage one another? It's okay. You're going to be fine. Maybe that's one type of doing encouragement. But it has a limitation. But when the Bible says we need to encourage one another, it is deeper than that. We encourage one another by pointing them towards Jesus Christ. As we meditate the power and the depth and meaning of the cross of Jesus Christ. Because the ultimate, the strength giver, is our Lord Jesus Christ. Our human encouragement or counseling has a limitation. It's okay. You're going to be fine. You're going to feel better. But as we consider Jesus Christ, the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, it will shift our purpose. It will give us power to overcome those obstacles so that we will be able to run the race together by encouraging and uplifting one another. And there is a video clip that I would like to share with you. And those of you who are a little older, you may remember 1992. Olympics in Barcelona, and there was a runner, uh, Derek Redman, who tore hamstring. Please watch this.
inspirational video when the runner, Derek Redman, tore his hamstring and couldn't finish the race. His father intervened and actually lifted him up, and they were able to fulfill the race uh, together. And that's what our Christian life is all about. As we lift up one another and point towards Jesus Christ, we're able to overcome this obstacle so that we can fulfill and finish the race together. Brothers and sisters, as we live our life journey, life is tough. It is challenging. And yet, rather than going through self-pity or being self-consumed, or just like the author of Hebrews saying, rather than disheartened or having meltdown every single time, the Bible is reminding us that this running the race is about uplifting one another and as we consider Jesus Christ and fix our eyes on him, that he will prepare and guard our mind, our attitude, so that we'll be able to have this spiritual immunity, especially during the season of virus. We talk about immunity, you know, having a healthy, strong immune system so that our body will be able to fight against sickness, virus. As we run the race of marathon, we'll be exposed to these persecutions and challenges. But rather than being meltdown and self-pity or fall down every single time, the best way of encouraging one another is so that we can fix our eyes on Jesus Christ and his word and our prayer and our discipleship discipline will build us up so that we will be spiritually in shape, disciplined, and protecting one another so that we will be able to overcome, to fulfill and finish the race that God has set apart for every single one of us. Maybe that is the purpose or, you know, God's will for you to do that. Who are some of the people that you need to go and encourage? And rather than saying, it's okay, just stay there. But after a certain period, you'll be able to really share the word of the Lord, the power and the promise of word will restore that person to get back and stay the course to finish and fulfill the race that God has set aside. Let me wrap up today's message with this closing remark. Every disciple of Jesus Christ is called to run the race of faith. Let us pray together. Brothers and sisters, and a new hope. Maybe for the past two years, we've been overwhelmed and bogged down with challenges and pandemic 
struggles. And those are real. I'm not saying that we need to forget everything. But in the midst of these challenges, maybe it is true that many of us, we have forgotten our true identity and why we are running the race of this journey to begin with. So we've been running, but towards wrong direction. Maybe we've been running away from God or God's purpose. The Holy Spirit is reminding us to get back. We need one another. We need Jesus. And we need to be on the same page to run the race. Maybe some of you, you've been discouraged and you've been just, you know, sitting on a bench. Maybe you needed that season, and that's okay. But you can never just stay there the rest of your life. The God is encouraging you to get back, to stay the course. Maybe Holy Spirit is now asking you to give a shout or a call, approach certain individuals. Let's hope and pray that our new family will be a family, spiritual army, spiritual soldiers, and spiritual runners so that we can get back to really run God's mission of salvation, strengthening, strengthening and edifying one another to be built in our spiritual journey as well. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this new beginning of year 2022. Even though our struggle and COVID pandemic is continuing on, you have given us a sense of new beginning so that we will not be uh, just stuck, but to get back to our original purpose and our identity. As a children of God, followers of Jesus Christ so they will be able to run the race running to Jesus proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ so may your Holy Spirit minister to every single one of us and each campus so that we'll be able to clarify the direction to be encouraged and restore, regroup together to obey your call. In Jesus' name we pray.